Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You want to fight? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sucker Punch Podcast with Sam and Nate. How's everybody doing out there? Well, let's get right into it. Uh, I was talking about this earlier. You know, I say we don't have to sit here and really hash out the fact that this guy won't won't um, stand during a national anthem, you know, and sit, you know, he's going to kneel non-violently silently but then nike has the nerve to not only pay him while he's going through his struggles of getting a new contract but they'll they'll, they also made him the the face of their new campaign i mean the nerve of these people to not they don't they're going to continue to employ this guy no matter what his beliefs are. I cannot believe it. This is what people are mad about. People are upset that Nike is employing somebody that has certain beliefs. And they're backing him up on that. Maybe they're upset because Nike is backing him up on that. But I think it's crazy that still... They're still talking about this. And of course, you know, that's what Nike is trying to provoke their, the conversation about it. But for people to go as far as like burning stuff that they paid good money on, like I don't see the big deal about that. Like you paid the money already. Burn as many shoes yeah. and jerseys as you want. You're just burning your own money. Right. But destroying your own property for and for what? You know. I mean I've always said, if you really don't like the fact that Colin Kaepernick is kneeling during the national anthem, the best thing everyone could have done that opposes that is not said anything. If they would have ignored it, it would not have gotten so much momentum. Right. But now they're... They're turning this in, and I mean, I guess from the beginning, it people have tried to turn this into a, oh, it's about the troops kind of thing. Yeah, which, I mean, yeah, I'm, it's, with, if you really care to the troops, you know, you'd be protesting the fact that some of them are dying upon their return. Not just overseas, you know, not just in past wars, but you have atrocities happening with the VA, you know. I think it might be getting a little bit better, but yeah. instead of feigning and pretending like you care so much about the troops, you know, instead of Do yelling at this athlete who is just trying to bring the focus point to the fact but maybe, let's say that we don't even agree with him, right? Maybe cops in America are shooting unarmed citizens, right? That should piss everybody off. Not just blacks, you know, not just whites, Asians, Latinos. If, that, if there's an inkling of truth in that, then it should piss everybody off. He should be standing behind Colin Kaepernick. That's the way that I look at it. 
really it's about bad cops. I have friends and family members that are cops, and it's not about good cops. We all love good cops. If I have an emergency, I want a good cop to come and help me. If if there was a, a crime committed, you want good cops on the job. You don't want cops right. that are going to ca- cause this kind of um, divide. And if, if cops are, are doing this, then they're doing a bad job. And the ones that are doing a worse job are the ones that will not call out their fellow officers who are making it more difficult for them to do jobs in neighborhoods that we need them the most. And that's really the bottom line. But to make it about the troops when, you know, as you stated yourself, but most people that I, I've, I know um, that are military, that's, what, that's, that's exactly what they fought for, our freedom. And it would be different if he's inciting some sort of violent, he's literally doing it in the most mild-mannered way you possibly can do it. Yeah. The best way you could possibly do it. And the way that I look at it, and I've talked to you about this before, is like, I'm a defender of the Constitution. And I always will be. Right? When I decided that I was going to go into the Army, I raised my right hand, and I swore to not only defend, but to support the Constitution of the United States of America, right? And so when I look at Colin Kaepernick, and like I said, I don't agree with everything that he's protesting, okay? And the way that you pointed it out, not every cop is a bad cop. We need good cops, right? Society needs good cops. Um, But I look at this as him demonstrating exactly what the First Amendment talks about when it talks about peaceful protest, the right to peaceful peaceful assembly. That's all he did. He took a knee, you know, and now Nike signed him, and people are pissed about it again. That was, what, two years ago? Yeah. It's time to call it what it is. If you're still mad about it, it's probably because you're a racist. It, it is it, it also it's just to me it's just weird to me you know especially like if you're at the stadium you know i guess some of people are you know i know there's tons of people if you're watching a, a game i know there's tons of people standing there but there's also tons of people that take the opportunity to go take a piss they're like, oh, the asthma. Let me go take a piss. The game's about to start. Oh, let's go yeah. get some beers. Let me go get some hot dogs. Now it's time to run to concession so I can go get my, you know, it, it's just, it's like, come on, people. How many people are in their living room? The anthem comes on and you you get up out of your, off of your sofa. Right. Give me a fucking break. It's ridiculous. And I mean, I understand the argument that it's our national anthem. It, you know, can, it's perceived as rude if you don't stand for it or maybe disrespectful, right? But I still have to say that it's, it's conditioned into us to think that way. I mean, nobody wakes up in the morning and has a tiny flag in the corner of their room and puts their hands over their heart and says the pledge pledge of allegiance anymore. No adult does that. And if they the do, I'm sorry, isn't that, that a little weird? Don't you think it would be weird if you woke up in the morning and right before you have breakfast, you pledge your allegiance to the flag? I think it, that it, is it, weird. That would be weird. That would be fucking that's weird. My, <laughs> that's my point. It's like, our kids are going to school, <laughs> it's and it's like, weird. okay, it's 10 o'clock. We're going to listen to current events on the intercom, and then we're going to do the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Everybody stand up. Put your hand over your heart, right? Yeah. And, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag. What I'm saying is that we were conditioned to think this way. Yeah. You know? And I, I you know, I still stand up when I hear the national anthem. I put my hand over my heart, take my hat off if I have a hat on. 
And I still do those things. There's, and there's nothing wrong with it. No. Right? But I support people's right to not do it. Why? Because we live in a free country. And if we're going to continue to play and pretend yeah. like we're free people, then there's no part of forcing people to stand up for anything yeah. that they don't want to stand up for. Otherwise, you're a totalitarian country. And, you know, to your point of um, conditioning, it just made me think of Pavlov's dogs. Like, yeah, you know, we're just salivating at this news story more than well, it really now, is an actual are, yeah. conviction. You know, it's it's not necessarily conviction, except that you were one of the kids, um, you know, not, not necessarily you, Nate, but you were one of the kids that stood up um, and pledged their allegiance to the flag. And when I was a kid, and that's why, you know, like I value our friendship just because, you know, you're, you serve your country and I didn't, right? Everyone's yeah. going to be like, Nate's so much better than you. You stand up, <laughs> you stand up, you take your hat off and you do those things. I, I don't. And when I was going to school, I didn't. I think I, I stood up out of respect, but I never, I, I never put my hand over my heart. And I've never said the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, if I ever did say the Pledge of Allegiance, it's just to say, yeah, I know the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, I know the words. But I never yeah. stood there, stared at the flag, put my hand over the, my heart. Because when I was younger, um, like, the way Christianity was taught to me, and this isn't, like, a critique on other people or anything. It's just the way it was taught to me was you pledge your allegiance to God, Right? Right. And it's and in I don't know if in the military is in, in like your country is it God country family or is it country God family? Um, What's the list there? What it, is you the can say it uh, you can say it two different ways. I think there's a secular way and then there's like a religious way. Yeah. And I don't really I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like for um, for us it was it was you know, for me when I was a kid it was about, you know, God first above above everything so oh, that's that's what it was it was uh how do you say it i nathan orona swear and if you don't want to say swear because that's more of a religious thing you can say pledge i think something like that oh okay pledge to you know honor and defend or support and defend the constitution i think different different uh Branches have a little bit different of a saying, but it's basically all the same thing. You defend the president, support the president, you know, your commander-in-chief and the officers appointed by him and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't have a lot of nominations because we're, you know, since we are a very young uh, podcast, this is episode seven, I think. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> that's how much... Information I have after five, it's all. It's just it blends in. They blur, but uh, <laughs> we're still waiting for people to <laughs> call in. Right, leave a message, make your sucker punch suggestions. Because otherwise, you're gonna have to listen to this. You're gonna have to listen to our ideas on that. Anybody, and this is my personal opinion. Nate can make his uh, sucker punch suggestions. Anybody that is making this about the troops, and or. Anybody that's falling for the misdirection of making it about the troops, because that's how I feel. It was like, here's a way to misdirect our attention on Colin Kaepernick's point. And, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm, I, I care about the issue that he brings light to, but I cared about it way before he ever started kneeling. All right. oh, He's, sure. He hasn't strengthened my conviction on or my conviction on whether, you know, bad cops should get away with murdering citizens, because that's what it is. It's not about cops, you know, using deadly force. Cops need to use deadly force. That's what they're there for. There are many instances where cops need to use deadly force. I, we, there was one that we didn't cover and maybe we could go back to it, but there was that that one incident uh there was an incident where these cops fired 
on a man who was holding a lady at knife point and they ended up killing the lady and the man at, at the same time and when you watch the video of course you can critique it and say there was a different way for i mean there has to have been a different way for these cops to go about um, getting this job done without harming the the hostage but it was a crazy intense situation you know what i mean but then you see other yeah. other videos where cops you know have shot somebody that's running away from them uh, recently a cop was convicted for firing on a car full of teens and that story is a really we could we could talk about that story here in a second but basically you know it's not that oh i i feel bad for colin kaepernick they talk about how he you know sacrificed and then uh people have compared you know they say oh he sacrificed what about our troops who sacrificed you know it isn't colin's fault that nike or the time time magazine isn't putting troops um at the forefront of their news yeah it's it's not his <clears throat> fault it's not the fault of the citizens who are being um wrongfully uh um murdered right these these citizens who are being shot by cops it's not their fault that there are bad cops on on duty and taking um uh excessive force when not necessary the 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 topic or the issue is still very prevalent it's very relevant you know but you can't blur the lines between these two you can't say well you know i don't care about what colin kaepernick has to say because what about the troops you should just say hey you know what we should kneel for the troops as well why what, what's the difference what, what, i should stand for them i should kneel for them i should raise my voice for them do whatever you think is necessary but why take it out on colin kaepernick i mean i don't give a damn if y'all are burning every nike i don't i don't even wear nike like if i have if you ever see me wearing nike it's because somebody bought it for me i do not spend my money on nike adidas any of those things I, i'll get it i will spend cheapest. money all day long on adidas but yeah. nike because I have a big Flintstone foot, yep. they, they're uncomfortable, so I rarely wear Nikes. Yeah, if uh, I wear them, it's for show, that's right. and it's not performance. It's I wear Adidas for performance if I go run, walk, lift weights, whatever. Yeah, I feel like if you bought $200 shoes, you're an idiot, and if you burn those $200 shoes out of protest, you're twice as dumb. <laughs> you, you could have sold, like, I mean, come on. That's like yeah. double the idiot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, sucker punch anybody making it about the troops. We love the troops. You support the troops, but do it and actually, like, actually do it. Actually support troops. Go help them. Yeah, you know. Go. I, go I volunteer at the VA. That's right. So I, I wore. Oh well, maybe should I say where I work? <laughs> Just in case we were like, oh, I'm gonna find you, man. Let me put it this way: I'm a personal <laughs> trainer, and uh, I will gladly donate my time to any recovering vet um, to help them, you know, get back in shape. And, and recover if there's anything i could do I, i've done it before as a matter of fact i would like to have uh, a friend of mine jeremiah on the on the show one day and he's a a vet that uh came to my gym and you know we did a lot of work together a lot of people helped him out he's he's really doing amazing things right now but anyway there's that uh next i just wanted to add one more thing yeah yeah please to the police officer thing and I've spoken bad about, I've spoken really bad about the cops that, that do the wrong thing, right? And I don't think that we speak well enough about some of the cops that do the right the thing. Right thing. Yeah. And sometimes it's not there. It's even the bad cops, let's say bad cop, good cop, mediocre cop. Sometimes it's the people that back them. It's their departments that need to be sucker punched. I don't know if you heard, this was a few years back, but this guy was an ex-Marine. One or two tours. You said, I'm sorry, you broke, you broke up a little bit. You said uh, a few years back, what? Yeah, a few years back, um, this guy was, uh, he was an ex-Marine, former Marine. He had done a few tours in overseas somewhere. I'm not exactly sure about what his military career was. The point is, he was a Marine. And so he was used to handling things a certain way. He became a police officer. He went into a situation where he had to talk a guy down 
uh, kind of like a hostage situation. I think it was more of a domestic hostage type thing. He talked the guy down and then arrested him. And he got fired for this. Why? Because he went into a situation. He, I don't think he had his gun drawn. He went in there and just talked to the guy and he got fired because he didn't handle things by protocol, basically. Yeah. Like, this is how it's written. This is how you do it. When you go in there, you have to have your gun up. It's something to that matter. He and went in there like sure Riggs. Is it Riggs? Murtaugh was Danny Glover, right? <laughs> he yeah, pulled, Riggs, yeah. He pulled a Riggs like a badass and went in there unarmed and actually got results. Yeah, and they fought for him. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know. Like, how dare you actually do good policing yeah. without your gun? You I know think, what I mean? Yeah, it's and, one of, and it's because the, the guy was armed. You know, yeah. the, the person he talked down was armed. So I can see why if I was his captain, I'd be like, hey, man, I don't, I can't have cops going home dead. You should have right. pulled your, you should have at least had your firearm out. I get that. But don't fire the guy. Reprimand yeah. it. That's like when they, they fire the person that's been working really fast and gets everything done by noon. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. slow down because then you don't have anything to do for the next three hours. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm done. I work for the Air Force. Yeah. I worked for the Air Force for a little bit on the civilian side of the house, and it was like by 11 o'clock, I was pretty much done. I was asking my boss for more stuff to do because I was so bored. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's not. Can you give me some other people's caseload? Like, oh, that's not your level yet. You need to wait. Like, what? Just come <laughs> on. I can learn. I, I can do that, you know? Stop being but, efficient. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. But, well. So yeah. shout out to the cops that are doing the good. Yeah, doing a good work. job. Well, yeah. uh, speaking of that, there's here's a here's a, another example of a, a cop doing a great job. First, I'm going to tell you about a cop that did a horrible job. You're going to be like, I'm so confused, Sam. You're talking. So recently, a police officer was convicted for firing on a car full of young teens. I think there was like five teens in the car. They were leaving a party. So um, what was happening was the cops got called to a party. And it was a bunch of teenagers, high school kids. Um they got called to this party because of, I guess, noise. Well, nearby, near near to this house party was a old folks home, right? Is that the right way? I mean, is that is that wrong? Is that like saying midget or something? Assisted living for Assisted the, living older for the elderly. American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there was an elderly assisted living uh, facility nearby. And anyway, um, one of the elderly there who I, I think had like dementia or something like that. I don't know how they he had a weapon or she had a weapon. Like, I don't know how this person has a weapon while in this assisted living, but they fired a weapon. Well, when the cops, the cops were already on the scene, they assumed that the, the weapon was being fired there at the party. So a bunch of the teens start to scramble. When I say a bunch, it's not like, oh, five teens. Like several cars are starting, you know, getting... You know, kids are loading in and getting out of the situation because, you know, they hear gunshots, cops hear gunshots, not a great situation. People want out of this. Well, one car full of teenage boys um, start to pull out. And w I think two of the, you know, the two cops that were on um, on the scene were was telling them to stop. Now, f these kids are fleeing the scene just like everybody else due to gunfire. One of the cops says in his report that he thought the car full of kids was trying to run over his partner, not himself, but his partner. So he fired upon the car. In doing so, he killed, um, I believe the kid was like 15 or, or, or 17 years old. Um, and yeah. they were all unarmed. You know, they were just teenage boys. Kids at a party. At a party, you know. Yeah. And when I, when I said there talking about a cop that did a good job when his partner was brought to the stand the partner testified saying at no point did i feel like these kids were trying to run me over and no at no point did i feel like my life was 
in enough threat that I had to pull out my weapon. And I was just like, damn. You know, because that's what everybody is kind of, you know, looking for. It's not that, you know, cops are bad. It's that sometimes cops have trouble keeping their own in check. And I have friends that are cops, and I know that some of them will, you know, be upset with what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't see why. I'm being very polite about it. I don't think I've ever known a police officer that almost wouldn't agree with you in the sense that, like, I feel bad for that guy now that he didn't have his partners back. Like, because the rest of the police force that he works for, this is going to... Well, even if he goes to the next town over and gets a job there, yeah, they're not going to want to partner with him. him. No, yeah, but it's uh, to me that's that's good. You know, that's one of those stories of standing up for what you believe in, no matter what the sacrifice is. Because even though his sacrifice was what he sacrificed his own partner, now his partner is not going to be able to be uh, a breadwinner for his family. He's not going to be because you got convicted for murder. But that's what the right thing is. Sometimes it's hard to right. do the right thing, but you got to do the right thing, especially when you're an officer of the law. That's the whole point. You just got to do it or have to do it for those that are cringing at my English. You just <laughs> got to do it. Just got do it. That's it. Got to. Well, that's just it. do it. And that's for, yeah, for all the cops out there that are ratting out their partners. Thumbs up, homie. That's what I say to you guys. That's, I mean, that, it's not even. No, they're not. That's why they out. get, they're telling they get the such truth. a bad. Yeah. Yeah, they get such a bad rap because they're. You know, I think that police officers are supposed to be the better part of society. Like, if you're going to take that on, you know, you need to be mentally sharp, physically sharp, and you need to be the best of us. You know. Yeah, it's not and, a pickup game, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the NBA is not a pickup game. We don't want, you know, me. I used to play basketball all the time. I'm like 5'11". There's no way I could survive in an NBA game. It's not a pickup game out there on, in the streets. We need the best, the elite. Yeah. The elite of the I'm elite. I'm pretty sure I could, do, I could do well against some of those NBA players. And yeah, sure. You would be I, I phenomenal. have faith. In my five foot seven frame, yeah. So. No, I'd be terrible. <laughs> I don't know about those ankles. I'd be ter- but I'd probably also be a <laughs> terrible cop because I don't. Ju- I don't like being. I don't like forcing myself on other people, and I feel that cops have to do that a lot, whether they want to or not. Hey, I have a friend in the police force out here in Austin, and I've been talking about doing a ride along. Man, wouldn't you like to do that? Let's go do a ride along. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh, he's... But I don't want to do it to like, uh, you know, in a nice neighborhood or anything. You know, I want to I know. go back to some of the places that I hung out when I was like a teenager and in my 20s. You know, I want to. Yeah. Because I'll show them where the dope is. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't do that. No, that would be crazy, though. I would like to do that and be like, hey, yo, that's a dope house. I could tell there's like five cars. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. What do you mean you're not going to do that today? The but, like uh, backseat yeah, uh, policing. <laughs> I got two hours until my shift is over, and uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not trying to get shot today. Well, I thought you were here to do a job. Uh, in news not today, today homie. a guy who was t- doing a ride-along was beaten and arrested for insolence. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that, that's what will happen to me. I'm like, come on, man. I could say, when I used to, I used to, you know, live in some bad neighborhoods and I moved around a lot when I was younger and I would do that. I remember one neighborhood in particular, I moved into this new neighborhood. It was kind of a rough neighborhood. And what I would do in these new neighborhoods is I would go out to my porch. I'd sit there for a couple of hours every single day. And if you sit in your front porch or on your front porch for a couple of hours every day and just watch the neighborhood, it does not take very long. I mean, it wouldn't even take me a week to find out if any of the houses on my block is a dope house. All you all you have to see is, and I mean, it could take you literally an hour 
Because if it is a dope house, they're going to have high traffic. And a car is going to come up and then it's going to leave, you know, within the next 15 or 20. And you could say, oh, maybe they, you know, they just forgot their keys. They came back and then they, or they forgot their wallet came back. And then another car comes up and then another car comes up and it's like, yeah, that's a dope house. It's pretty, it's pretty quick. I'm not Columbo over here. It's pretty quick to figure this out, you know. So. And for all the people that are, are selling dope out there and running dope houses, stop uh, selling dope to middle-aged white guys. They're cops. Like, Hook all it of them. Up. Even if they're not a cop, that middle-aged white guy is a cop. Okay? Yeah. Stop it. He is. Or a very good customer. Sometimes they're really good customers. That's true. So there's a shout-out. I think the the middle-aged ones, maybe not so much, but, like, the younger, like, if you could just get hooked up with the younger, like, Jewish kids whose parents have money, those are the ones that you want as repeat customers. Yeah. I'm not telling people how to sell dope. I've never sold dope. I'm just saying, if I did, I'd probably be pretty good at it. Yeah, I would imagine. And I'd say no to drugs. Which well, everyone else should too. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be doing your own drugs. That's right. So Donald Trump. Hey, that guy is he still president? I, I heard about him. Been asleep for the past couple of years. He is, man. He is, and I really like. I I don't know. It still if blows he, my mind. It is. It's crazy. I think it's crazy. And I, and I hate to say it, I, and I know like my liberal friends will. Well, they can't kick my ass, but. Yeah, they'd be mad. They'll throw rocks when I say at you. It, like, they will throw. Yeah. No, that's Republicans well, and Muslims. <laughs> yeah, they now, my liberal friends are safe. They, yeah. they might try to force me to wear a pink pussy hat, but that's about that's about it. But no, I mean, I I do not. Okay, I do not like him as our president. I'm starting to sound like Dr. Seuss. I do not like him, Sam. Yeah. Um. But I I think he he's entertaining but like we had talked about earlier he's not entertaining in the same way as bush right right it's in a ridiculous like it's like not being able to look away from the train wreck you know there's terrible things things are getting mangled you know left and right and you just can't look away you know and i can't i can't altogether say that i He's doing some good things in certain areas. I'll get, I'll get punished for that. I know, but that's all right. Well, no, you know, like people, it. I don't think you could. You know, people get upset and they say, "Well, you know, if all these people hate Donald Trump. Don't you want him to do well?" And it's like, yeah, nobody. That's literally why they're annoyed. <laughs> like, we want him to do well, and I'm sure he's doing some really good things, just like every other president. So don't think. You know, and I would tell people this, you know, and, you know, of course, that this is old news. But during the election, it's like my critique on him is not an endorsement of the Democratic Party. And it's not an endorsement of, you know, Hillary Clinton. And it's not because I miss Obama or, or anything like that. It's it's more like just a critique on him. That's that's all it is. And yeah. um, recently, and I don't know if you were able to read this and there there's a lot of information on it one thing there was an anonymous uh letter right and it was almost like a statement to the public and i'm going to paraphrase all this if you want to learn more about it look it up right i what are we on episode seven you should not be getting your news from us you should get be getting a bit of a laugh from us i hope but uh so if you're like, hey, shouldn't you know what you're talking about? No, but uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I literally had somebody tell me. I know, that I know. That's what I'm saying. Friday. And we should. So we I, should. Like, hey, maybe you guys should know what you're yeah. talking about. Well, let me no, okay, go, go for it. Go yeah, for no, it. No, no. Well, let me. I mean, that's 100 percent correct, and we will do a better job when we really care about the topic. And it's not that I don't care about this topic. I think it is a good topic. Maybe we'll touch base on it in another episode because I think you know more stuff will unfold about it 
um, or more stuff will come out about it. But there was an anonymous, I guess, like a, a letter or kind of a statement to the public talking about and paraphrasing some of this. Donald Trump's going to regret the next four years. It it the the person said kind of like don't worry about it about what he's doing because we are trying our best to undermine what he's doing so everything that donald trump is trying to get accomplished there are people in his cabinet it's not like when obama and again this is in an endorsement for him but when obama was in office and he was trying to get something done you know the republic the republicans were doing a great job of just saying uh no right and and really standing in his way on whatever he was really whatever his agenda was this is his own office so this is somebody in his own office saying hey don't worry we're trying to destroy him from the inside it's crazy and i really do need i want to break down this story like really read up on it maybe we'll do one you know a little bit about it tomorrow or something but it is crazy you know and i mean that's the kind of like train wreck kind of stuff that i love looking at like i it's just it's not good for our country right and i always say that i'm one that i want what's best for our country you know and so i understand that i understand what when people are like this man shouldn't be president like no shit but maybe it's not the president. Maybe it's the office of the president that is just, it's outdated. Like, yeah. Do we really need a president standing in front of us telling us what, where the country needs to go? Or would we be better if we had a conglomerate or like a cabinet, let's say Congress, you know, but an offshoot of Congress, where you had a group of people sitting around doing basically what the president does, you know, he doesn't do everything himself. The president can't do everything himself, you know? Yeah. I guess it's one of those things. Like if, if, if you're, if you're referred to like the president doesn't do everything right. Sometimes they send out somebody else to meet with, you know, other leaders in, in other countries and everything. But do you think there, wouldn't there need to be somebody kind of just the main, the main man? I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. I think we only think that because that's the way that it's it's been been, for centuries. But I mean, don't you think that people had the same conversation like when we were like, hey, we need to break away from Britain because we don't need a king or a queen over us anymore? Yeah. And people are like, what? Well, what are we going to do? What's a a president? You mean like the the Stonemasons Guild? They have a president. You mean like that? Hank's an idiot. No, but I mean, like we just we can't we can't fathom it, um, because it's all we know, you know. Yeah. But I'm sure that there. I'm sure if we called up Elon Musk and we're like, "Hey, Elon," but well, I do. Let's figure out a way to do away with the office of the presidency and make this a little bit more equal. Isn't he going Everyone, crazy though? Have you heard that? Who, Elon. Yeah. Look it up. Look the into last it. I read about he was building like an underground. Um, rail system for Chicago or something. I don't oh, know. Awesome. I aren't all the like people like like Einstein. People said Einstein was nuts. He yeah, no, no. Forgot to put socks on one day. I don't know if this is like a myth or what. And then he just decided, oh, well, I don't really need socks. And then he just never wore socks again or something. That you know? fucking but, lunatic. What a madman. How's that the story connected to his sanity? One day, you know that dude's a freaking nut, right? Yeah, what is he doing these days? You, no hey, socks? Look, this was, We're in fucking This was sandals. the 1930s and 40s, right? So, yeah. well, uh, Jesus. they didn't have gold bomb powder back then, homie. That's right. This was just stinky-ass Einstein walking around in his stinky-ass shoes because he wasn't wearing socks. Fucking Einstein. It's that, like, that's crazy. It's fucking that's Einstein crazy. over here. That's probably where that came from, that insult. Like how being a genius became, oh, this fucking genius. <laughs> hey, this fucking genius with no socks on over here. Fucking, yeah. E equals MC stupid over here. <laughs> that's how, oh, I always am fascinated by how like, like uh, certain sayings come to be, you know. 
This fucking genius. Somebody said, the best insult when someone walks in um, is to say, who the fuck is this clown? Because you're calling them a clown and they're not even a well-known one. (laughs) Who the fuck is this clown? I don't even know who they are. It's no bozo. This ain't no homie. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Anyway, Donald Trump. Yeah, where did you say... Back to Trump. Right, the, uh, anyway, Donald Trump. Crazier than a, a shithouse rat. Yo. Like, who was the first person that said that? And how did that catch a shit fire? To where, like, you and I both know that that's a saying. Yeah. You know? well, I guess they're saying, you live in a shithouse, rat. You're fucking crazy. There's so many better locations, right? There's a Chinese restaurant. Rats frequent that place. You never heard of New York oh, you City, see? you rat? See, break it down. That's crazy, because I was just thinking that, okay, once a rat goes into a shit house, I'm thinking like an outhouse, right? Something it gets like diseased? That. They just go crazy. Mm. Like, they're just like flopping around like, Yay, in my shit. mind, that's what Like I a pig, like it's just reveling in the, in the shit, yeah. like it's hit the jackpot. See, I feel like it's the other one. Like, Pizza Rat is like, look at this shithouse rat over here, fucking genius. Hey, Einstein, <laughs> go put on some stocks. You're stuck in a shithouse. I got a pizza over here. I'm taking it down to the tunnels. <laughs> that's how I break it down. That's that's where I see it going. Any- I, can, I can see how uh, the best thing since sliced bread, because that's like, like nobody was ever that excited that bread just became... Like, the bread just started coming in slices. I think It's it was, more of like a facetious kind of like, what do you call it, like sarcastic kind of saying, right? Yeah, yeah. the best thing since sliced bread. Well, no, I think it's because before, right, we would use the term break bread because everyone would just freaking fist the bread. They'd grab a fucking fistful and be like, hey, break the bread, boom, boom. And then someone's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and slice this. And they're like, oh, my God, you're a freaking genius. This genius yeah. over here with socks on. Yeah. He's got socks on right, and he slices bread. Uh, you take uh, Hank, the president of the Stonemasons. He's got dirty hands. He breaks bread with you, and you're like, "Oh man, I don't, I don't like breaking yeah, bread with Hank." Stop freaking hands are nasty. Fondling my bread. Stop breaking it. Here's a knife. Slice this sucker <laughs> up. Give me some sliced bread. You're crazier oh my than God. a shit house rat. Yeah, fucking genius with no <laughs> socks on. I feel like anytime genius. I say. This freaking genius over here, I'm going to follow it up with no socks on. And people are going to no go, socks. what the hell are you talking about? Like, this genius over here with no socks on. Hey, cutting people live, off in traffic live, with no socks on. We live amongst the hipsters now. There are plenty of opportunities yeah, for you to This say freaking that. man bun fucking wearing. Fucking genius is walking around crazier than a shithouse rat with no socks on and the beards. Oh, man. So anyway, that one, that one took a turn. <laughs> Where did yeah, we go with that? We really, I like we branched off on that there. One. We branched off on there, and it all started with with Donald Trump and him being a genius. See, that's the, we're part of the train wreck, which kind of brings we, us. We are part of the schizophrenic nature of our culture now. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely a product of it. I think it brings us full circle to like the Colin Kaepernick thing in, in the sense that I go, the, the people that are mad at Colin Kaepernick are the same people that didn't get mad enough at Donald Trump when he insulted McCain and said, this isn't a hero yeah. of mine. He got caught. Uh, my heroes don't get caught. And I'm like, how come y'all weren't incensed by that? Not that I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't think John McCain wore a cape. He wasn't, you know, like this guy. I'm just saying like, how come this guy taking a knee drives you more crazy than someone who literally insults troops? Yeah. Like Colin Kaepernick literally exactly. has literally said nothing but good things about troops. He's never said anything bad about troops. And according to what I've read on the internet, and you know that this is a, a fucking fact, <laughs> oh, sure. is that a, a troop was the one that suggested he need he, he knelt or knelt yeah. need. I don't know how to speak. Took a knee. He took a knee. He knelt down. He suggested to take a knee because uh, is that kind of a traditional thing you do for fallen? Or no? I mean, I would I say know. it's kind of like uh, taking a knee in prayer. Yeah. People do it. I mean, 
anybody that's played football has taken a knee in prayer. And why right? is taking a knee more, um, like, why is, like, standing up the way to go? Like, why is there only one way to, like, pay homage to a song? I'm just curious. Conditioning. You know what like, I mean? That's just, that's it. It's like, hey, hey, yeah. you know, there's this, I need to watch Blazing Saddles again. But I was watching, like, you know, the best quotes. Uh, if you go on YouTube and you look up, like, best movie quotes, there's one part with Mel Brooks, and they're all, like, at a, like, a Masonic meeting or something like that. And he's like, harumph, harumph, harumph. Everybody's saying harumph. And one guy does not and he goes, hey, I didn't get a harumph out of him. He's like, hey, you, you better say harumph and do it with feeling. And it's like, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous shit. But that's how it feels. It feels ridiculous. Like, what, you know... And it, it it makes me go, what's what's really going on? Because I, I've always been a firm believer that the government, you know, there's a lot of great things that it does. And then there's a lot of horrible things, very well-documented horrible things. But I always felt like I, I was a firm believer that what you see on the news is usually something to distract you from. It's sleight of hand, right? There's some misdirection here. And if we're watching people in the president's cabinet other you know aside from everyone else that's trying to eviscerate him on every level at every turn it now it seems more and more apparent that the people in his own cabinet are are trying to eviscerate they're trying to tear him down and right. I, I don't know if there's been another cabinet that had as many firings and changing of the the guard or however you want to refer to it but like changing of the cabinet right like they would hire somebody fire somebody hire somebody fire like there's been so many changes and i don't know if that's like honestly i couldn't tell you if that's normal i, I want to say the only places that you could probably look are um man i'm digging it i already dug in deep with my dug in deep with my liberal friends and now my conservative friends are going to kill me but the only other places that you could look to see something like that would be communist countries, you know, or totalitarian-esque countries. The only thing that Trump can't do is uh, line them up against a wall and shoot them. He can just fire yeah. them and then murder their character, you know. Yeah, and I don't know if, like, um, I know I was talking to you that uh, talking to you about this, you know, um, off the air, but like, I don't know if I want to really do like a bunch of podcasts about donald trump because i'm not yeah you know i have my opinions on politics but you know i'll get into conversations with friends of mine that are you know um uh republican and then i'll get into uh, conversations with people that are democrat and you know i don't want to come off like this very political person because i think my true opinion on politics is it's all fucking bullshit and it's just it lies after another lie after another and it's constant misdirection you can't really trust anybody i'm sure there are very altruistic people that get into politics but i think and and, and maybe this is a really ignorant um thing and i'll admit that maybe it is but i really do think that it's hard you know you know when people say oh you got to change the game from the inside i think that's the worst way to think you're never going to change the game from the inside once you get involved in the game that's it you're you're a player you're not the rules setter you're not you're not setting any rules here you're not changing anything you're just a part of it now you're a gear right in this and it's easier for the it's easier for the game to get rid of you right like than it is for you to when, change when did you ever see a government change from the inside and, and you know again you know maybe maybe i'm wrong but it's usually through conflict like and I'm yeah. not saying let's go into a civil war. I'm just saying like it's usually through a conflict. That's when shit I, in the I government. Think we've already, we're already in a civil war to speak. I mean, everybody is so. I mean, how many times in the past couple of years have you heard the word polarized? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people are digging in. That's why people are. They get so mad at you if you say anything against Trump. You're like he's. He is your president. This fool is supposed to do what you say. You're not supposed to do what he says. It pisses me off so bad when they're like, well, he, he talks like me. He says it the way it is. And so, like, 
I don't want a president that talks like me. I don't. I don't I want, want a president better. that is rash and makes um, that isn't diplomatic. You know, uh, there was a, there was an. So, it's like I wonder if I should say this. Uh, somebody say came. It. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, it's not because I worry about. It's people I know. Like I'm talking about people I I know. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I understand. That. Yeah, so there was a an incident. It wasn't even an incident. So this guy was, this guy comes into um, my gym, and he says, he says, "Hey, man, I want to learn boxing because I used to get bullied, and the guy that bullied me was a pro boxer, and I, um, I want to, you know, I want to get in good shape. I want to be a maybe one day I could fight him, and." The guy he's talking about, and they're like, oh, yeah, who was it? Who's this pro boxer, right? We have to know. And he, he says the guy's name, and the guy he's talking about is a, a really good friend of mine. <laughs> we're oh, like, really? Yeah. And uh, like, so then we talked to him, and he goes, I didn't bully that idiot. That idiot was bullying someone. He saw a video of him bullying someone. And so then... Oh, shit. So then he started going after him. The, the kid that came in was bullying some like you know some overweight kid who had no chance against him and then he would like you know kind of brag about it and be like oh yeah that you know nobody can hang with me or whatever so then my friend at the time was like oh you want to pick on people why don't you pick on me and this and that and then of course that guy was like well i don't want to mess with this dude he's gonna box me up and uh classic tale of the bully yeah man that's crazy yeah well, that's a that's a freaking good story man. i know i know and it's like it's hilarious <laughs> because it's like now you are are crying i'm being bullied and it's not that yeah. you're being bullied it's just that somebody didn't take your shit yeah it's just you're getting a taste of your own medicine you're exactly. a coward who's bullying like somebody and he came back and i'm gonna be perfectly honest with you i have no idea how that was correlating to what we were talking about before <laughs> Here's a good thing. I don't even remember what we what were talking say, about. Because it kind of overshadowed that. But I'm going to listen to No, I was to talking that. about uh, Trump. I don't want a president that sounds... Yeah, no, okay. Like okay, go. And so then, now I remember. So then, you know, I, I told my friend about it. I was talking to him about it. And he goes, what? Oh, he was getting upset because he was like, he felt like it was kind of a, an attack on his character. Like, I, he goes, I got into boxing because I used to get bullied. I would never bully anyone. I would never do that. Right. So he got really... He got really upset about it. And he was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to this dude. And I go, listen, if you're going to talk to him, I go... um. Just make sure you don't like, don't try to curse him out. Don't try to, you got to be very um, diplomatic about it. You could tell him, listen, I didn't bully you. I gave you a piece of your, or a taste of your own medicine. You were bullying someone. This is a fact. We, I'll, I'll throw, I'll put the video that you already put, put out there so people could see what you used to do. And then I just gave you some of your own medicine. That's me standing up for the weak. That's not me bullying you. If you were weak, you shouldn't have bullied anyone in the first place. And so my point of right. that is is that's that's the kind of president I feel like we have. Someone that's more he if someone tries to bully him, he doesn't come back in a diplomatic way. He comes back in a very childish way. He comes yeah. back in a it, it is very and childish for an that, elderly man. He de he definitely has a sensitive psyche. Like yeah, his it's ego weird. Is his ego is like one of those uh, like the small hands bags, like where you remember those those bopping bags, like when we were younger. Like yeah, it looked like a small punching bag had the sand in the bottom. You could hit it and it would pop back up to like you. Like a weeble, know? like a weeble wobble. Yeah, that's even older. And uh, so his his ego is definitely like that. He's 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 fragile in that way. I think, and we definitely like we don't. We don't need somebody like that in office because they, they're they never going to take the high ground, you know? No, it's it's uh -oh. scary. You should, here's what I'm going to tell you to do because have you ever, have you, I know you didn't, you didn't hear about the anonymous, an anonymous cabinet member that put out uh, um, this, this paper. Like, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to read more about it. Um, and maybe we'll do a, an episode on that because it was interesting. They talk about how 
I mean, they, I mean, seriously, dude, they are like eviscerating him. The reason I'm, I'm interested in, in reading more about it is because my instant thought is, is this real? Is it even real? Is this yeah. really a person from his cabinet? And going back to that other point, or is this something like another distraction? What the heck are they up to if they're trying to distract, distract us so much with this president scandal stuff? Or are they really yeah. going after him to the point that they want to destroy any chance of him being reelected? You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, what's the truth on this? And what is, what's the truth behind this so-called anonymous cabinet member? And are they going to be found out eventually and replaced or drawn and quartered? I don't know. Because it's crazy. It really is crazy if you, if you read up on it. It's pretty crazy. I guess is it more like subterfuge to where they maybe they planted something like this, they released it anonymously just because they know that Trump's like gonna lose it psyche is fragile yeah. and that it will drive him insane. He, he could undo you know? himself here. I, I'm, right. That makes like perfect sense. Especially if you yeah. read some of the stuff they said. The only reason I'm not like trying to quote the hell out of it is because I, I probably I don't want to like, you know, paraphrase it to the point where I'm just misquoting it. But they said a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff that I was like, geez, this is crazy. Like I just well, I, mean, I think the, it's the reason what, why. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say whether you, we can quote it or not. I know what you're talking about, but like, um, that's not the point. The point is like if this is on the up and up. And there are people inside of his cabinet that are like, now nah, we're, we're undermining him every chance that we can get. That's scary. Yeah. If it's coming from the other side and it's just kind of a political game, right? that's even more frightening, you know? Like, yeah, well, what, even, but the thing is, is if it was, a, yeah, if it was like a democratic thing, like saying, oh, the Democrats, we're going to fight him tooth and nail, you know, we're going to fight him to the end. I will not rest. You know, that like is, yeah, that's status quo. But Having yeah. it come from inside the, the, the cabinet, inside his own, you know, from his own people is more um, concerning because it's like, man, I mean, this isn't even a house, you know, it's not a house divided. We've always been divided. It's always been Democrats and, and Republicans. And, yeah, which is know, part of the You can't problem. have faith in man, right? You can't have faith in man. They're, they're freaking I would flawed. say that I'm not... I might have said it before, I consider myself kind of a political Roman. I pay attention to it. I'm not swayed by the beautiful articulation of someone like Obama. I'm not a bootlicker that's just going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy talks like me. I'm going to follow this guy wherever he goes, you know? And if I had to put a stamp on it, I'd probably follow more of a classical liberal or I guess what they're calling libertarian now where the Constitution to me is the most important thing. Yeah. The Constitutional Republic is the most important thing. The people that make up a Constitutional Republic is the most important thing. And that's why I say, like, I mean, it. I, I don't vote libertarian i don't vote democrat i don't vote republican i want somebody in there that's going to represent the whole you know of our republic yeah. and but it's it's just the thought of it's the ideology behind it because even though i'm telling you that like i probably could identify more as a libertarian anytime it, it, it's on a different end of the spectrum as socialism. Socialism is a terrible idea. I don't care what anybody says. I think it's one of the most racist institutions. It's affected so many brown people of every shade of brown all across the world on terrible levels from uh, murder, imprisonment, and starvation, right? But if you get to the libertarian side, okay, even when they implement that and they've tried to implement libertarian cities here in America recently, within the past decade or so, they've failed miserably. 
and it's because they try to deregulate everything. I mean, to the point to where like the they couldn't get the the electricity in certain cities that they tried to send to work right. They were cutting off like uh, street lights so they could conserve on electricity, and people were going in and stealing the copper out of the posts and the and the street lights and the and all that stuff. It just failed miserably. So it's the idea behind any of these parties that you're going to pick one and it's just going to work for you is ridiculous, you know. So when people bitch about the American system, how it is, we're doing pretty good, you know. Yeah. Does it have bugs in it that Colin Kaepernick is trying to stand up for by kneeling? Whoa. Yes, it does. <laughs> stand but up for by kneeling. Stand up for by kneeling. It's a paradox, right? I know. I love it. Well, you know, the, the, I think one of the worst parts, and I, I was having a conversation with a, a friend of mine over the, I guess it might have been last Friday, but at any rate, like, I go, I think one of the biggest problems, like when you were talking about socialism and capitalism and, and, and things like that, I, I, you know, a lot of times whenever somebody who may be a little more, you know, suggesting that, and I, I'll be one of them, you know, uh, maybe education and medicine should be more socialized. There are very good points on saying, no, it shouldn't, and um, good points on why it should be um, capitalized or, you know, be more of a capitalist system. But my, I think what happens more than um, more often is that we get into the argument of, no, this is why that idea is bad, rather than saying, well, look, the way it is now is better than it may have been before, but it still has a lot of issues and we need to continuously work towards fixing those issues. It is going to be hard to put anything in perfect order. And I, I will say this, you know, I was raised um, in, in, in the, the Christian faith. So in the way I was always taught and the way I, I've come to um, understand and love the Christian faith um, is that our putting our faith in man and thinking that we are going to fix this is a, is a slippery slope. Once you do that... Man, you it's just... It's a recipe for disaster. Whether you put your faith in... Whatever you put your faith into holy, it's almost always been a disaster yeah and right? i'm not saying you know pray it away i'm just saying like be careful thinking that and i'm not saying you nate people people listening be careful right. putting your faith so much in in these men out here that when when we when we critique the even the constitution or the the um the men that are in office like you know the history of this country is not a pretty one. It's not a blood. It's not. It's a bloody one, right? The history of this. Well, the history of the world is a bloody, is a bloody one, one right? Well, and that's been... a, that's that's a lot. You know, that's one of the things. And I understand that. And people always say that. Well, like that's the way the world was. It's like, look, man. You know, if I was be if I were beating my children and they were they were well behaved, it would still be wrong for me to beat them into submission. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if, if, if the way I got my children to behave was to beat them, it doesn't mean like, listen, man, this is the way we should be doing it across the board. No, it's not necessarily the way we should be doing it across the board, even though the way m almost every country has ever come into power is probably through, you know, um, anywhere from mild to full on genocide. <laughs> mild. Sure. You know, there's a mild Mild cases genocide. of genocide and then there's just oh my god they went the full measure there but um if first there were a million of us <laughs> there were only 850,000 of us it was mild oh it's mild it wasn't the worst genocide i ever seen um yeah. listen i don't know i think we need to um go ahead and wrap this uh episode up trust me there'll be more um i'll just say this if you know, we, I say it, I don't know if I said it at every episode. I don't know how you're listening to us. If it's through one of the nine platforms that we're, we are on, but if you do want to be a part of the conversation, please download the anchor app. It will allow you to leave us a message. 
and we will play that message on the air is this the air i feel like i shouldn't be using that word on the show on the podcast we will be playing that on there if i feel like you know it's worthy we need your sucker punch of the week um maybe it's me maybe it's nate maybe you could say something so divisive it pits us against each other oh man i want that to happen but anyway get involved yeah, I with feel it. It. that's what yeah i feel that uh you and i have had some really good uh disagreements that yeah. you and i that we have like disagreed on and we go into really great places and what's weird is we kind of come back full circle to where i start saying what you originated with and you start saying what i originated with it's weird yeah but we need more of that yeah we need to look we need to dig for that what do we disagree on sam i don't know i don't i, I, I like cornflakes you like cornflakes motherfucker i do <laughs> damn it i tried yeah. i tried folks that was a weak attempt Weak. That was weak. Ah, you're supposed to disagree, damn it. That's the show. We're done. I'm out. Noam Chomsky likes cornflakes. How about that, bitch? Fuck Noam Chomsky. Anyway. There it is. That's our next that's our next show right there. Alright. Um when I edit fuck this, can I can I cut it off right at fuck Noam Chomsky? Can I fuck do that? Noam Chomsky. Cut it off. Boom. Fuck Noam Chomsky. <laughs>